We in action, we in action. Hello everyone, I'm Joseph Roberson, aka Professor Joe of both King Talk Podcast and the Professor Joe Show. And you are currently listening to King Talk, our unapologetic and transparent discussion. You laughing at me, man? No, you laughing I'm at me? Laughing. I can't have a Professor Joe show? Dang. <laughs> hey, our unapologetic and transparent discussion on any and all issues related to youth sports. If there's something you would like to hear discussed, feel free to drop us a line, shoot us a DM, and let us know on IG at King Talk Podcast. That's King Talk Podcast, one word on IG. You can also find us on Facebook at King Talk Podcast and on iHeartRadio as well as Spotify. Today, I had, no, first of all, man, why are you laughing at me though, man? I'm emotionally sensitive as I get older, man. Man, you know, look, I laugh at everything. Okay, man. okay, because you're enjoying life? I'm just enjoying life, man, you know how Yeah, it is. and you always have though, and that's a always. positive thing. Always. Hey, that being said, as we get into the journey, I'm sure there were some moments here that were enjoyable but difficult. And so, you know, we touch on some of those things. But today, sure. I, I am uh, blessed to have with me Antonio Flowers, and Elijah Schuler, two uh, former graduates of Los Angeles Pierce College, who both had the blessing of moving forward to compete at universities. Uh, Antonio, can I ask you for where'd you go when you I left Pierce? I went to uh, Kentucky Wesleyan College. Okay, and that was yeah. a blessing, huh? To move blessing. forward. Yes, hey, I gotta ask you one question right now, and then we'll mm -hmm. get into everything. Else. Did you walk away with that piece of paper? Always, but not from there. Not oh from wow, there. okay, that's I deep. Left. So you gonna have to break that yeah. down to us. Yeah. Okay, and, and Elijah, where did you go upon leaving Pierce? Uh, I went to the University of Cincinnati. Okay. Hey, you know, he sounded like he liked yeah. saying that, too. <laughs> you almost had that Saturday voice on, um, mm -hmm. you know, when you're watching the games and they, they announce what schools mm -hmm, they're from? Exactly. It's not like you had practice I did. With that. I, I practiced it. Okay, practiced okay, it. that's what's up. That's I, was what's ready, up. I was ready to say That's it. what's up. Hey, uh, first, I want to tell you this, my brother. Um, I admire both of you, respect you. Um... I've watched watched your journeys, um, and and I just need you to know that you know because again I've always had that level of regard for you both, right? But it's nice to see you as men in the world, once as young men, now as men progressing forward, and to be able to express to you my regard for y'all as men and watching the journey you went through, because it's really a difficult one, and not everyone is gonna make it through. And that's unfortunate because it'd be nice if everybody would. But I mean, um, just making it through this institution successfully. I mean, matriculating to a university successfully. I mean, having a successful journey there. And success can be vague in terms of it's, it's, success is how we define it as individuals. So what's successful for one person might be different for another person. But I think the hope's minimal from, from my perspective for student athletes who live this journey I would hope they get the benefits of walking away with the piece of paper and uh, and and I'd also like to attach to that minimal debt with mm -hmm. that piece of paper. Right. Right. Antonio. Right. Um thank you to my brother cuz I'm humble because you told me like hey I want to come participate and I want to do this uh, and too. I have something to share and that touched me because you know that's real life like okay yeah. I Hey, I appreciate that because I have enough respect and regard for how important time is that for my king to want to come back and share. Exactly. Um, that meant the world to me. And then when he told me, he's like, I got a surprise for you. And he said he was bringing you, Elijah. <laughs> no, that touched my heart, my yeah. brother, because real life is as men, we're all busy. We have lives. And so a lot of times, you know, man, I got other stuff I could be doing with my time. That's well, all yeah, well you know, I just feel like the stars aligned because 
you know, I just decided randomly to come out here. Mm-hmm. You know, he had to tone you up. And he, all he had to do was mention your name. Okay. Said you okay. were doing a podcast. Right, you know, right. show support, and that's all I need to do. I appreciate you, my king. Uh, too. Hey, I'm not. I don't even need to ask a bunch of leading questions. You had something you wanted to share, and you mm-hmm. had a journey, and I'd like both of y'all to take the opportunity to share some details of your journey um, that you think would be meaningful for young people to hear, for uh, for their parents to hear. If, if you'd share, you could start where you want to start, man. Well, in high school, man, didn't take anything serious. Class clown. Still, still a clown <laughs> in terms of just acting, you know, being myself, acting funny, man, and Came out to California, but I first had to stop at Lewisburg College for a semester. Okay. And I uh, went to College of the Canyons, where I met Elijah, and then I uh, ended up at Pierce. Right. So, you know, a bunch of stops along the way. Ended up at Pierce 2011, fall 2011, stayed until July 2015. Okay, okay. So, about four years. I respect that. You turned it into a university state. Turned it in, turned a two-year into a four-year, man, and... uh, a lot of growth transpired from then and, you know, graduated high school in 2010. So five years at the JUCO level. And uh, and as his roommate, I'll be the first one to say there's def- definitely growth you know, okay, compared to okay. you know, when we were both out here gotcha. living with each other, attending these classes, making right. sure our academics was right. You know, that's when, you know, you know, just growing up, that maturing um, process takes longer for some people. Right. You know, Real life. Yeah. Real life. You can't just yeah. come out of, out of high school 18 years old. And live in California with none of your family out here. Yeah. Uh, not that much support, not that much money. And uh, just try to survive out here is really what you're trying to do. And then there's distractions of being in California, yeah. place where we are. And it was, it, you know, it was tough for all of us to try to, yeah. you know, stay focused and grind through and get to the classes. Luckily, when I came to junior college here, at Pierce, I already had a year in college, right, so I kind of right. already a little bit went through that maturing okay. process. I was a little bit older, um, being a sophomore coming here at first. But um, where where'd you come from too? Where were you at before? I actually started right out of high school. I went to a D three school, okay, uh, called Mount Ida College. The only reason why I went there is because they gave me a little, you know, some. Right. Some assistant money to right. get in there is a very expensive. That's where most of my student loan debt actually comes from mm-hmm. today, okay. comes from there. Um, but I saw it as a waste of my talents, wow. Wow. so I decided to go to L.A. Pierce route okay. or the JUCO route. First, I went to COC College of the Canyons with Antonio, and um, he. Oh, so that's really where y'all met. Yeah, that's where we met. Yeah. yeah, and I actually followed him here. Okay. Um, we met each other there. Actually, before I was even allowed to come out here to California, um, my mom had to talk to his mom. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's real life. Hey, watch this, watch this. And that's what people should do. Yeah, exactly. My parents should check in because the first thing I caught that you said, and I appreciate it, is this. Because I feel that same way. I want all people, all humans to have opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. But all opportunities are not the right opportunity. So some parents send their kids across the country to come here and don't realize what you're sending them to where, Mm -hmm. like, if your child is not self-motivated, and let me say, I'm 47, so all young people, you know, I I have children your age, right? But young adults, right? If your young adult isn't prepared to come be self-motivated to get up and go to class, because this ain't high school, ain't no truancy officers calling to make sure you go to class. So if your student athlete don't want to make sure they go to class, and there's no professors don't walk up to you to nag you to submit your assignments, mm-hmm. or 
some students think like, because in high school, they might let you not submit all your work the whole year. And then the last two weeks of school, like, hey, you failed. You, you about to flunk out because yeah. you didn't uh, submit all these assignments. And they let you submit them all. That don't work in college. No. So ooh, some ooh, people ooh. are just not prepared to come out here. And so that's one thing that parents could do more effectively is really prepare your child, your, your again, young adult at this point, for what it means to be able to function on their own without needing to be micromanaged to get mm-hmm. up. And so where were you raised? Oh, can I ask you what state? Like where I'm from Connecticut. So you're from Connecticut and then? I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. Shout out to Raleigh, man. South Shout side. out to Raleigh. Shout, Shout out to Raleigh, man. <laughs> you already know. Hey, that that's important though because you really had to come out here. Me being yeah. from upstate New York, from Buffalo, but some people don't understand the culture of California. And, and again, we're talking about anywhere anywhere yeah. you go could be a distraction. <laughs> but you come to Cali, you, you could lose your focus real oh, quick. Man. You could lose your focus real quick. So okay. now, one school before you got here, two. or two, 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 and two before you got here. Mm-hmm. So continue on with what, what you're sharing. Talk to me, man. So with that, when I was going through College of the Canyons, man, I... I really lost my focus. I needed, I needed a new start. Right. Other things transpired. I'm not going to get into. But right, uh, right. if you remember that, Elijah, you remember what? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But I I needed a, I needed a fresh new start. And Dose. Um, Coach Dose. Coach Dose, man. Not not just only him. I had gotten into some trouble. I got in trouble for something I didn't I didn't do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For okay. for something I didn't do and. Um, Mom's Someone that we, he was actually living with. Yes. Know. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Put him in a bad situation. Right. Mistaken right. identity, and, you know, I guess all big black guys look alike. Hey, know? hey, so hey, yeah. Yeah, hey, because y'all look like twins, if I can. No. <laughs> no. We're brothers, though, hey, man. Look, That's what hey, it is. I hear that, especially, yeah. especially when you talk about the implications of geographic location. Yeah. Right? It's, so yeah. people that's, need yeah. to understand that. that, that. That's when, the thing. That was the real reason schools. why I, we got out of yeah. well, My personal reason for yeah, getting yeah. out of Santa Clarita is... Okay. It, it was no... You know, right. The demographic. It was, and, and watch this. So let me say this. I think it is a beautiful environment out there and beautiful mm-hmm. campus. Yeah. And at the same time, that beautiful is just campus. the reality, even if it's difficult for some people to accept, that... We're not always going to receive the same welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, diversity is not, especially then, at that time, might not have been as readily accepted. And we might not all be valued in certain environments. And even, even if people are not consciously, that's what sometimes people miss in this world. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the statement is that everywhere you go, people are always consciously racist or consciously um, have negative feelings towards a certain community. But on a very um, subconscious level, if people aren't culturally aware, yeah, y'all look alike, yeah. homeboy. So, yeah. so guess what? So I can hold you accountable for what someone else did. Then you take our cultural value system where, dang, I want to protect myself, but I ain't supposed to give indication that it could be someone else mm-hmm. and put it in because it's just this misapplication of this no snitching mm-hmm. thought process. Yeah. Yeah, that could put us in difficult situations. So exactly. that being said, you were uncomfortable there, so you decided it was ready. It was time to move forward. Time to move and forward. And that's when you arrived here. Arrived at Pearson. Uh, shout out to my to my cousin, man. I haven't spoken to him in a while. Uh, Rod, he uh, he heard about Pearson. We had yeah. took a trip up here, <laughs> and uh, spoken to uh, Coach Greenwood. He was there. Coach okay. Martinez. So shout out to them too. And uh, I was so. Greenwood, what's Ty up? Greenwood, what's man. Up? What's up? Shout out he to had Greenwood, that pitch, man. man. He Down talked to me on that phone. Yeah. Shout out to Greenwood, man. But, but, he said what he meant, meant what he said, 
and he delivered, he delivered. on it. Yeah. He delivered on it. And also, he didn't get people out here and then leave them with no guidance and supervision. Got us he, an apartment, hey, man, everything. He, but he was on people. Mm-hmm. He was on people. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got what I'm saying? He was on people. Oh, yeah, we had extra sessions. Yeah, we had private workouts, the whole shebang, man. So we make sure we were doing what we needed to do to make sure we get to that and, next And he step. would be on your neck if I just messing up. I just seen I mean? Greenwood, man. Uh, I went home in uh, July, I believe, and he's the, he's the, he's the uh, DB coach at North Carolina right, Central. Right. Same area where I'm yeah. from, and it's just crazy how, you know, that the whole path just comes yeah. back. And uh, I saw him out there, went to a little club together. My okay, house. okay. It's nice to go it's somewhere crazy. with your coach later on. It's now, crazy. can I clarify something yeah. just because we're saying it on air and you never know, right? <laughs> Is this. So he directed you mm-hmm. to local facilities where they would welcome you in to get an apartment. Because we exactly. want to be careful of how we yeah. say that. Because yeah. if people perceive he was getting people by, you know, then yeah. that's, that's a, yeah. a, a Oh, no, nah, we, we was using our own credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, was, yeah. we was, yeah. He, was, um, he actually, you know, navigated with our mothers Boom. and our parents. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a lot of communication with it. Yeah. And, you know, honestly. Had to put up a bunch of money to get that place. Hey, but, but, and that's why it's important. Because it does cost financial resources, especially when you go yeah. somewhere and have to live as a non-resident or out-of-state student and pay absorbent yeah. mm-hmm. tuition. So if you can walk away from here with scholarship opportunities to fund f- the rest of your education and also have the backing of these institutions, these powerful institutions, because it means something to walk away with a degree from your institution. Mm-hmm. It means something to walk away with a degree from your institution. You can have some pride and it can open some doors. But when people do all this and assume levels of debt, but don't at least walk away with a piece of paper, oh, that's, that's not really an equitable exchange. Exactly. Yeah, so what I, what I want to get at those two, so we've already been to two institutions. Mm-hmm. We're already coming all the way from out of state. Right, which it automatically is going to incur some level of debt, mm-hmm. and you got here, and so it seems like you'd be on the boom. He's on the focus path, but you still said you had to come here and do some other growing because you were still here for a four year period. Exactly, it was just, you know, I'm a country kid. You know, I'm, I'm coming from Raleigh, North Carolina, and first time flying. I come out here and I see palm trees, beautiful women, and. I just lost my mind. Yeah, because that's out I, here. I literally lost my mind. That's out here. Palm trees is out here. Yeah. <laughs> now, the palm and, trees and, and is definitely out here. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I'm from, and I'm from the country, man. You know, my granddaddy got chickens. He got cows. You mm-hmm. know, he grows on vegetables. And, you know, we got land back there. So I'm coming from, you know, the trees and the forest and a bunch of green to palm trees, Hollywood here, beaches are here. And right, right, right. A bunch of lights. And I just got distracted, man. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. And yeah. I did everything but school. Right, right. Real life, <laughs> literally, literally Real I, I did everything but school. My mind was on everything but school. And um, it really, honestly, what, what changed for me was, shout out to Elijah, man. Elijah and Austin Stewart, man. When they went D1, they were, they were living with me, going through the same struggles as me. They went D1. I'm all alone, man. It really hurt me, man. And then they they on TV playing. Yeah. Elijah hey, got a set. being honest, too. Yeah, man. It really. Hey, he said. Yeah. Most men, um, emotionally, we're not mm-hmm. intelligent. We haven't been taught to identify with our emotions. Right. Thank you for saying. I said it hurt me. It hurt. It hurt. I'm not gonna lie, man. It hurt. It hurt. Yeah. And then, but watch this. But what I hear too is this: 
use that hurt to motivate you. Oh, yeah. Instead of using that to. hurt to make you resent yeah. someone else for the opportunities oh, that he earned for never. himself. Never, never. That's never. powerful, my brother. That's powerful. That's and, uh, a message people exactly, should walk away with. Exactly, man. And shout out to Austin, too. He's in Charlotte, man. He's my, my other North Carolina brother, man. He's, he's in Charlotte. He got a four-rider Texas Tech. And um, when them two left, man, I was all alone. They were struggling. And then Elijah got a sack against Pitt. And on TV, man, I was just like, dang, he balling out. Everybody calling me. Yeah, you see yeah. your boy? You see your boy? <laughs> and I was just like, dang, man, I got to get to it. Yeah, yeah, real life. I got to get to it, man, because, you know, it's opportunity waits for no man. Right, right. You know, time is ticking. That time is everything. It really time, is. Time, time goes by fast. What? And, not as fast as that NCAA clock. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. That That's another thing. That clock man. Start? It you don't stop, clock, man. On the clock. That's on huge. The clock. That NCAA clock is no I wish joke, I never man. started mine as early as I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. a couple yeah, gray yeah. shirts, maybe yeah. one more red shirt. I'll, you know, hey, hey, it. but I hope even though we're just having dialogue, people really hear you. Because more people than a few could increase the probability of their level going of achievement to the pro. accomplishment you, going pro. by doing things like gray shirting for a year. Whether it's to get their body right, mm-hmm. whether it's to get your be, mind de- right. de- develop the discipline, you be full get your of mind talent, right, man. Full yeah. of you talent. feel me? So that once their clock does start, they can really produce that. Some people need to get their academic feet up under them and just spend a year working out and working on your academics, getting through those gateway courses of English and math. Mm-hmm. So what you said is so powerful, but this is one of the difficulties. When you're young, it's difficult to be patient. And for parents, one of the pressures we feel as parents is, I have to get my, my kid through the success. Mm-hmm. So, okay, school, I can't, I can't prolong this. I got to get them through. I got to push them through. Where, no, sometimes in life, slow down. I think it was John Wooden. I can't remember for sure, but his statement was, if you don't have time to do it right the first time, when are you going to have time to do it over mm-hmm. or do it again? Mm-hmm. And I, I strongly believe in that, that you have to, it's really about the journey. And so you got to take your time to live this journey the right way. So I, I hope people really hear what you just said about how key that is. If people are willing to gray shirt, right? Or just at least take their time to do it right. Because that clock, once mm-hmm. it begins... Don't stop. Yeah, and, and it's gone. Well, for me, it probably started even in high school. Uh, I went to a really small high school in Connecticut, mm-hmm. North Brantford High School. Um, my graduating class, probably 100. 40 people in it. Okay. Sheesh. You know, that's nothing compared to a North Carolina school or, you okay. know, a California school like Taft or stuff yeah. like gotcha, that. Gotcha. But, um, so I, there was no exposure for me really. Um, you know, UConn had the local schools like that, but, you know, my experience for me where I really turned it around, I really realized that academics was very important and you need it for the whole process. Is when my senior year, I was in my coach's office just talking to him at the time when um, UConn actually called him right. and he had him on speaker because he, you know, he knew it was the coach, and uh, he asked for my GPA at the time, and my GPA at the time was a one four two. Wow. And he hung up the phone right there. Because there was what more is there to talk there about? there to talk about? Um, he, he wasn't really too interested yeah. to hear, mm-hmm. you know, why is it one four two? Or it was not like I was a dumb kid. I had, you know, I scored a twelve hundred on my SATs. Um, but I just wasn't asserting myself, and I was the only black kid and my okay. only black male in my in my grade. So you know, I was distracted, just being a jock, yeah, being that yeah, that yeah, athlete yeah. in the school. Yeah. You know, taking care of one way, but not 
not really taking care of me right. how I should be taking care of, which is making sure that my grades are right. Right. Um, and not really understanding the bigger implications of your situation. Right. And I, I think we, I won't beg to go on discussion right now, but some people would be unaware of, well, how does him being in an environment where he's underrepresented, what in the world does that have to do with academic outcomes? But there are implications. Well, people think about how you feel about your children. I didn't look like their children or, yeah. you know, honestly, uh, just, just, just as you, each of the parent, if a teacher is a parent and they're thinking about their own child, oh, that's deep. That's deep. Um, that's deep. they want their child to succeed right. and they want right. their child's friends that look like their child's friends to succeed. Right. And it's not like you said, it's consciously, yeah, there's yeah. unconsciously doing, you know, right. where, you know, they they'll let you just slip right. underneath, right. and just get right. just be good enough to be eligible and, it, and, it and might, stuff like that. Again, on a subconscious level, it might not even be um, any malicious or negative intent. It might just be that I believe stereotypes about your community and your ability. So I think I'm doing you a favor, letting you slide because I don't know if you're capable of doing any better. Mm-hmm. So why would I hold you to a standard of doing better? Mm-hmm. So what some people don't realize it's not even always with malintent. It's not always negative. Even at this level, their students... So you remember I teach the introduction to college class for athletes. Mm-hmm. This is the most ironic thing. You would think more young men run to take my class because I'm coming from a similar background mm-hmm. and I can help share with you what it takes to be uh, successful in terms of achievement in this environment and moving forward. But a lot don't because I'm also not Standard. easily manipulated but from, okay, Standard. well, this is my struggle. Okay, I respect it. I've been through a similar struggle, but what you're going to do is get graded based on whether you submit these assignments or not. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason is because that's going to be the standard you have to meet to get through this institution and the next institution, and that's the standard you're going to meet in a secular workforce of this world, or whether you choose to own your own business, whatever that may be. At the end of the day, there's a standard to be met, and you expect um, the consistency of that standard applied when it's you trying to make it in this world. I use football as an example. I always ask student-athletes, how would you feel if it's fourth down and you're a linebacker and there's this running back who, you know, it's fourth down there on the goal line and they hand the ball off, he tries to run through the A-gap, but then the middle linebacker smacks him. So he back up and try to stretch it along the outside, but then you go out there, you hawking down, you make the tackle, he, he reaches out to stretch the ball over the goal line, but then you yank him back so it doesn't get there. I was like, so now everybody running on the field because it was the last play as if y'all won. But then all of a sudden the ref looks at everyone for a second and then puts his hands up and get a signal for it being a touchdown. And he was like, hey, he never broke the plane of the goal line with the ball. But then the ref look at you and be like, yeah, but, you, but he tried so hard. You saw how you would look at him like, yeah, but that's not the standard by which we determine that. The standard is if the ball breaks. So, and I just used that example to say there's an – there is, you know, there is something to be said for working hard, and we, but at the same time, there's standards to meet. And at the end of the day, we have to meet those standards to get where we want to go, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be at a Division One school now coming from a community college, you better have a 2.5 GPA, mm-hmm. and you can use no more, than 2, no more than two kinesiology units towards that, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, there's standards, though. So again, man, get, get back to, for me, the, the, the four-year stay at the community college. What was, what was you doing? You just wanted to kick it with Mr. Rope? Man, I I was just going to parties, man, and a lot of that transpired when I was at COC because that's that's all really 
there is to do in Santa Clarita and Valencia. That's where where I really, really yeah, had that some, culture. Yeah. I was, I mean, soon as soon as Thursday hit, it was a checkpoint right in front of our apartments because it was that's that's what we did it was party, party, party. Oh wow! And that's all. Uh, that's all I really did, man. But really, what it was is. When we're young, you know, I'm 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 fresh eighteen, coming from North Carolina, country boy, and we don't understand how precious time is and how mature you need to be to take advantage of your opportunities. Yeah. Time is a precious resource, a yeah. commodity. And I can, still can't believe I'm twenty seven. Still can't believe. Yeah. So me twenty eight. I, mean, I, I can't mean, believe I'm forty seven. Exactly. I mean that's I mean that's nine years ago. Wow, wow. And that's and when you look at it, everything could have been different if I was mature enough to realize. Yeah. How, how how blessed I was to be here, and I, I mean that's the main reason why I couldn't go to Hawaii, man. Because, you know, when you when you don't take advantage of you know going to class and things of that sort, me being a class short, when I was partying, I could have did that class. I could have been to Hawaii, easily. You know, so Easily. sometimes you dig your you, you dig yourself in a hole so deep, no matter what you do from that time, you're trying to make it up. Right, right. Doesn't even matter. Cause yeah, you sure was right. you was in the hole so deep, I couldn't get myself out of it. And but like you said, that, that, what you oh, said, right, that right. little saying you said, um, if you don't have the time now yeah. to do it right, yeah. when are you gonna have the time to in do the future? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hey, also this, I always repeat the saying. One day I need to put in more effort to find out where it came from. I heard it from a gentleman named Chris Hayes. Chris, what's up, player? Um, it said the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized in a lifetime of the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I write this letter to athletes where I always tell them like, hey, look, if you mess up, it's really okay. You know, I've messed up in life, but life has a way of offering you redemption and the opportunity to move forward. However, you're never going to get this chance to go back and live a life as a student athlete. Yeah. So gone. so this part of your life, gone. cherish this. <laughs> hey, ain't that crazy to watch yeah. this? Gone. Do you understand? Gone. Like, okay, I live in the, I live in the present. And I live with an understanding of what I'd like to accomplish and do in the future, the legacy I'd like to live. But come on, man, periodically I have thoughts in my head like, man, what if I had it? And what if I, and, and yeah. you know, I don't experience too much anguish, but it is the like, man, I didn't truly understand the blessing of that moment mm -hmm. at that time. You know, and, and that being said, again, I think the beauty is you're still in a wonderful situation in life. Uh, you're still in an amazing situation. You've had a great experience. But there is the reality as if, as you grow older and wiser of realizing if I had a truly valued that moment, if mm -hmm. I had a truly. So that being said, I usually ask this at the end, but just so I just want to touch on it now, too. So based on your experiences, what are the meaningful things that you would be telling another young person? What would either you share with young people about, hey, look, this is what you need to understand. So let so let's say you're about to leave the earth, and as I get older, I think about that mm -hmm. as a lot. What are these legacies I would like to leave behind? Mm. When, what is the thing that if if you had an ear of a young person and you know this is something crucial that would change your life um, as it relates to athletics, emotional intelligence, or understanding time as a precious commodity? What would you say? I like that word, emotional intelligence. Yeah. I read a book. <laughs> the, the first class I took in my masters, it was a. Uh, Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Go read it. Yeah. Read it. Okay. It's very, very, very good. It's by Bradbury and Greaves, I believe. It's a very, very good book. Um, but what I would say is just be aware of your time and uh, don't worry about others. people. Like, say, for example, somebody else is doing this. Don't worry about them. Worry about your time. Worry about your development. Worry about being the best you at all times. Just be mature. If If I was mature, man... A lot of things will be different. Just that. 
And just just take advantage of taking your time. You know what I mean? Because, like you said, you know, the grace her. You can grace her as many years as you want. Yeah, yeah. You can grace yeah. her for five years and then yeah. all of a sudden go go play a year. Yeah, yeah. And then you got, what, three, four to, four four to play, play three? three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout yeah. out to Jalen Strong, man, who really finessed the system. Who, who, yeah. <laughs> shout yeah, out, for real. Shout out yeah, to yeah. Jalen Strong. He who, right. Yeah, yeah. He, he really finessed the system, man, took that grace her year and – did one year, bought out, and left at, uh, Arizona State, man. Right, shout shout right. out to him, man. And right. Shout out to the GOAT right there. Yeah. Shout out to G. And, uh, oh, okay. Hey, look, you know you special. You know you special when yeah. you just get to walk in <laughs> at whenever you want. And, just, and there's a seat, G-Bo. How you feeling, baby? Oh, uh, what's going on? Uh, G, we on camera already, so you know you can wave at the people who might be observing. Huh? What's going on, G-Bo? Hey, and we knew, so we left the seat for you, player. We left the seat for you. Hey, watch this. This was so crazy, though. Y'all had probably, um, I'm going to use the word iconic, right? Year, here. Because y'all were part of the same team, right? Did y'all play together? Yeah. Y'all had a team that left with scholarship money. If we looked at educational value of the year y'all left, yeah, y'all might have been a million dollar squad, huh? Sure. Yeah, yeah, that was a blessing, though. That was a blessing, yeah, was, you know? Big schools, too. A lot of big schools, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's schools, what I'm saying. Man. Hey, look, and the power and prestige of having degrees associated with that school. Sometimes me and him go places together, and, you know, I'll say, look, I'm on the guest list, and then they'll be like, look at me. They'll be like, man, get up out of here, right? I'll be like, no, no, for real. Can you check my name? Here's my ID. Man, they take my ID, throw it over their back, right? And then they'll step up, and then they'll see something that say USC. They'll be like, you went to USC? They'll be like, yeah. They'll be like, what's your name? They'll be like, oh, man, y'all can come in. <laughs> He's like, what is going on here? Hey, have y'all even seen each other since y'all left here? I ain't seen No, I haven't seen him. Oh, that's a blessing, <laughs> so, huh? That's man, a blessing. Eight years, seven years. Yeah, that's, that's, crazy, crazy, man. that's what's up. Man. Hey, look, hey, hey, now this is the beauty, um, and I'm thankful to the universe y'all because you know the interactions we have when y'all students here mm-hmm. you know part of how I feel about myself you know we everybody well you know I'm man I don't give up uh, nobody feel about me and you know but the reality becomes no you do care you do care you do get not that you can always uh, find favor in everyone's eyes but at some point especially for someone like me there's a great deal of concern with the role I fulfill um, in my job in general but Yes, as it relates to young men from my community and, and just really watching them move forward and develop into men and have the opportunities. And, hey, and I'm proud of y'all and I'm happy for y'all. Uh, maybe because life, one thing people don't get about life is no different than your journey here. Life is a struggle. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we think, okay, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to work hard and then everything's going to be easy. Work never stops. Yeah. It never stops. And then the reward for hard work, this was so crazy becomes more hard work. It's no different than in football. Once a coach realizes your ability, what does he expect from you at all times? Consistency. Consistency to meet that ability, to play at this level. Well, life is like that, man. Once people see that you're intelligent and competent, because let's be real, man. Let's be real about something. When Mm -hmm. people look at you, again, it doesn't have to be conscious with malintent, but when people look at you, they see your size, Antonio, yeah. they I see the it. skin complexion. I hate it, hey, bro. That, the first really perception, it, though, the first perception it. is generally going to be like, oh, he, he's a goon. He's like, right? So then when you speak articulate and intelligent, mm-hmm. they realize, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Right? right? Okay, but then you have to carry that at all times. You got to make sure, okay, mm-hmm. I'm sharp. I'm on point. And then that really goes for all of us. So there's a standard we're trying to meet of excellence. And to watch you do that and do that well. You know, I'm just, I'm very happy for y'all. So, um, I didn't get a chance, Elijah, to hear from you, too. Like, if there's something that you're sharing 
And I'm sorry because I don't know exactly where he was at before the USC grad walked in late. But um, right. he was right. Hey, hey. He was right. Okay. Yeah, he was right. What What would you share with young people? What would you be like? Hey, you need to know this. Please hear me, and please listen to me because I mean this from the bottom of my heart. And if you do, it's going to improve your journey or your experience. What would you share with them? My first be always remain confident in yourself, believe in yourself. Um, don't take any wooden nickels. Man. Okay. What does that mean? A wooden nickel, like? Uh, man, my um, my father from down south, and <laughs> old family from down south. I guess it's an old saying. They always tell you know, don't take um, no wooden nickels because you know people will try to hand you a wooden nickel and okay. you think if they think it's worth something, but. Wow. Okay, okay. That's not a nickel. Um, right, not a shine, right. so. Okay. But, you know, just look out for yourself. Um, there's a lot of people out there that will try to tell you what's right for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if, unless you don't feel that for yourself inside, um, I wouldn't go along with it, um, yeah. trusting your instincts. Right. Uh, especially for, like, especially the young kids. Like we were saying, if you're young, you're coming all the way out here across the country. I came from Connecticut, went to the other corner of the country, down to the, you know, the south, the southern end here in California. But when you don't have any family out there, you find, you know, good role models like Mr. Roberson. You have um, people ahead of you, people older you, Joe Bowman. You know, you know, he was the first one out of all of us. We was, we was seeing getting them offers. Hey, hey, look, look. They used Jared as a dog on recruiting tool, man. Yeah, they, huh? they the first highlight that we seen. I was like, yeah, hey, look, I gotta play with bro. Yeah, huh? I gotta play with bro. I, I don't care. I don't even care, man. I don't care about nothing else. I'm like, dude is real. Gotta play with him, bro. You honestly, you know, you can't look at other people and see where they're at and expect that you're gonna be mm-hmm. right there at that level, um, or or you think mm-hmm. you should be farther ahead. Um, you can't expect anything, you know. Don't just you just gotta have the ambition just to keep fighting for it, and don't hate no hate on your other brother that's sitting Flash. across yeah, you or yeah, sitting next yeah. to you. Say that one more time. Don't hate on your other brother that's sitting across you or next to you. Yeah, like man. seriously, man. If I was sitting there just worried about, boy, you know, G Bowman getting all these offers, like man, why I ain't getting no offers, man? Like I'm good. Uh, uh these yeah. people getting offers. That's just going to put you into a little negative hole, man. You got to, you know, rise above that and show them why you should, why you, who you are and why you think who you are. And um, actions speak a lot louder than words. And because, um, you know, I've seen it. You know, we're all from different states, you know. I'm from mm-hmm. Connecticut. He's from North Carolina. From Philly, right? Mm-hmm. He's from Philly. So, you know, there could be a lot of reasons for you guys to butt heads or, you know, just feel like there's some reason to not like each other or something like that. People have all been raised differently, different neighborhoods, you know, economically, demographically, anything. There's a lot of differences. You know, when you come into college, it's a big melting pot. For real. So. Especially you know, in California, man. So you got to blend. You got to blend in, man. Hey, can I touch on how deep what you just said is? So we're talking about these topics and as it relates to youth sports. But what you said is so deep. So. Thank you, Antonio, because you like, say it again, right? Mm-hmm. But it's because we know, like, man, this ends up hurting our community. Like, we're talking about sports, yeah. and at the same time, like, nah, first of all, I shouldn't worry about 
what this other person is doing from the standpoint of any uh, negative spirit towards this individual because I only have 100% of the energy that I have. I have 100% of my energy. And any time or any energy spent worrying about what someone else is doing, even in frustration towards them, is not energizing to me. It's not reinvigorating. It's not assisting mm -hmm. me in living my journey. So if I am going to look at another person, it should only be with the thought of it motivating me and inspiring me that, okay, if he did it, I can do it. Not that I necessarily had the same outcomes, but I can do it. Mm -hmm. Hey, the other thing is this. Um, the world, and sometimes I've repeated this, and I'm starting to grow even at the age of 47. I start thinking like, oh, I'm, I might view this differently. Because our existence after we uh, enter the secular workforce and grow in, into adulthood, life is about a competition for resources. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I think it's orchestrated that way because it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. We don't have to live with the premise of resources are so scarce. So, dang it, he got that scholarship offer. It's not another one out there. No, there's, there's enough schools and opportunities for you to go have a wonderful university experience. But the first thing you have to do is get the best out of yourself and worry about what do I have to grow at? What do I have to develop at? And part of it is living this experience in its entirety. So, um, and gee, we talked about this before too. Like, how committed am I? to the preparation of the, the workout. Now, you might have some people who nice in the weight room, but won't get on the field and work on their footwork. You yeah. might have some people who work on their footwork in the weight room, but won't get their stretching done. Mm -hmm. You might have some people who stretch, who limber, who have mobility, they okay in the weight room, but they classroom, you know, um, classroom effort and their study behaviors are not up to par. You might have some people who do all that, but the way they eat and, and their nutrition is not a, So really, it does require so much to succeed at this that all your energy should be put into worrying about you. And again, forget athletics at the end of the day. If we just apply that to every area of, my, of our lives, like I see you having success and I celebrate it. And instead of um, looking at you like, how can I take from the resources he's acquired from his success? I figure out like, you know, how can I mimic those behaviors? And that's one thing I'm thankful to the universe because I've benefited from everyone around me. So this is what's so cool about my existence. All my peers, I've always observed the way they shined and in, in, in humility, I could be like, oh, I want to be like that as it relates to him. Mm -hmm. And I could even do that with people younger than me. And when I need help as it relates to things now, okay, so Mr. Robeson uses social media now. Well, I'm not that proficient in certain things, but rather than be resentful, guess what? I can go ask or be arrogant. I can go ask one of my students, like, hey, how do you use this? What do you do? And people show me with technology. Hey, how do you use this? How do you write? And people can show me. So there's so much that uh, we can accomplish, you know, when we really approach it with a certain spirit, a spirit of appreciation, of cooperation, of, of not... Um, look, being resentful towards the next man for his level of accomplishment, you know? Mm -hmm. I just think that's, that wisdom that you've both shared is so far beyond sports. I don't want people to get stuck in its application as it relates to sports because it really relates to life in general, you know? Yeah. Um, what else? What else would y'all think important to share? Like not and not just necessarily as a message to someone coming behind you, but just in general about your about your journey. Where when this when this is over, would you be like, dang it, I should have let them know this? I mean, I I, I mean, for me, I I piggyback off of what they were saying. Um, being put in that position, like it didn't happen by mistake. Like I worked hard. 
right? right? I work hard for it, but not only did I work hard, I had friends who came before me. Right. You get what I'm saying? That 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 motivated me to even come out here. Right. Dame Julian's. Mm-hmm. Dame Julian. Mm-hmm. I was here in Cincinnati, man. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That's yeah. Almost Dame, Dame, so, what, what most people don't know, yeah, I yeah. got my first offer yeah. because of Dame. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Like, University of South Florida came yeah. up here to see Dame. Okay. And then Coach Martinez was like, yo, check out the safety. Okay. You got whatever, okay. whatever. And that's how I got my offer. Hey, I'm sorry we got to do this every time you mention one of your names, but if we say Dane, <laughs> we got to shout out Nate. Yeah, Nate. Nate. Yeah. We got to shout out Dane. Ty Harris. got to shout out Ty. You know what I'm saying? Clinton all of them. So that. What's up, Clinton? Yeah. What's up, Juice? What's up, Juice? <laughs> nah. Hey, also the legacy y'all created because after y'all, the floodgates to Philly opened too. Facts. You feel sure. me? Created a movement, man. That's, that's kind of how everything started and came about. And I, I look at. You know myself, like you know, I was just a, uh, what do you call it, a, a, um, an example or, or you know, a stepping stool for everybody else that had the opportunities. Right. I don't look at it like, oh, I did this and I did right. that. No, that God allowed me to be that person to create opportunities for other people, and we all looked out for each other. We all pushed each other. We all stayed on each other. In, in academics, you know, yeah. the food, you know, just being there and being, a, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a real brotherhood and trying to help people, you know, get somewhere because we all at that time, it didn't matter. It didn't matter how many offers I had or this person had. At the end of the day, we all was trying to do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just go yeah. play football at the next level. Right. On a full scholarship. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was, believe it or not, most people probably look at it and be like, man, I know it was crazy and did it. I was overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, like I was overwhelmed. It was to a point where I didn't even want to talk to nobody no more. And it was like, you know, at the same time, I had to be thankful because I, I was in that position. And, you know, I know what it felt like to not be in that position. I know what it felt like to not have anybody notice your abilities and your talents on the field. And right. You know what I'm right. saying? So in one sense, I was like, you know what? This is what comes with it. And you got to be prepared for that. You got to be able to handle that. Right. You know, because yeah. it, a lot comes with it. I just had to also, I'm sorry, just because we're shouting out people, Dr. Longmore oh, deserves to be acknowledged. Definitely. For sure, Dr. man. Yeah. And you always need those people at the institution who, yeah. who they, they are demanding, because Dr. Longmore here? don't play. Oh, yeah, she still is. Okay. Hey, but let you know that, that your presence is valued. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Let you, she lets you know your presence is valued. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be demanding of you. You're going to meet the standard, but we appreciate your presence here. As a matter of fact, you made people believe that Philly was actually the city of brotherly love. You know? <laughs> you know, hey, hey, look, you know? look. I just want to say from, from just seeing y'all, I'm just yeah, like. Philly boys are together, man. Philly, yeah. Philly dudes really, really love each other, bro. Like, yeah. I'm jealous, like, why, you know, Raleigh not like that, so. I'm just like, dang, I wish I was from Philly, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Them dudes really, yeah. really love each other, man. Like, if you're from Philly, they know G. You know yeah, what I'm saying? They yeah. they know who whoever's from Philly. They know Jalen Strong's the even me, Uzi, whoever. They yeah, they really yeah. all cool each other. They know each other, man. So, shout out to Philly, man. For real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll go ahead, G. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say, I just hope like the next generation of kids and athletes understand how important it is to support each other and not only support each other, but to understand like wherever you are, the the legacy. 
Right, right. Because I, I, I spoke to a coach the other day, uh, and he told me, he said, he said, you know what, G? These kids don't really understand what came before them. Right, right. So they don't right. really know the standard mm -hmm. right. that they should be holding themselves to. Right. Mm -hmm. He says it's easy, you know, for me. I went to USC, thank God, and I, from the moment I walked in there, I already knew what it was. Yeah. Detroit Palomalos, the Ronnie Lost, the right. Mark Karen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim McDonald. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, pictures on the wall. Yeah, and it's mm -hmm. like, oh no, like no, they was here. They, they, yeah. you know. So the standard was always up here and everybody on the team held each other to that standard because it wasn't just DBs, it was right, all across right. the board. There's a there's a tradition, tradition. a legacy, mm -hmm. a history, and, and therefore an expectation exactly. as it relates to my presence here at the institution. And, and, and it was almost like if you didn't if you didn't hold yourself to that standard, it was a it was a form of disrespect to them. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, yeah. I look back I, I, even at Pierce, you know, we all went to Pierce. We had a legacy. We created a legacy. So right. for me to see kids not doing what they supposed to do in the classroom, yeah, yeah, on the field, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I look at that as a form of disrespect. Hey, especially when, let's be real, people are choosing community colleges based on the expectation. Like, okay, this many people or these people went to that school and got out of here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I... You should already know. Yeah, like you I, said, I though, it, man, it took a lot of work. Man. Lot they of don't work. see that. A lot yeah. of work, yeah. a lot of help from, yeah. the, from the communities. Dr. Longmore. A lot of Dr. prayer, Dr. Longmore, man. Longmore, yourself, yeah. Martinez. Greenwood. Greenwood took a lot. Everybody was literally trying to help each other. Hey, watch this. I still... When y'all said Greenwood's name just now again, because we mentioned him earlier before you walked in, G, I just had a, a physiological response of, of the chills of his voice, yeah. of just the, the level of energy man. he brings. Yeah. Well, hey, look, yeah. you would run through a wall for him. Yeah. Sure. You would run yeah. into battle with him. Yeah. And No cap. But he understood that. And so you know what he did? He encouraged you to be the best you can be. And that's important amongst the coaching ranks to really – motivate and inspire young people because one of the things he did try to emphasize to y'all g before you walked in we were talking about how important time is and greenwood really did i think try to get people young people to comprehend that you have to use this time wisely because we got a chance you live in a dream you you know and you and you have to seize this opportunity because it won't be here forever hey um one of the things i'd like to touch on as we move towards wrapping up is this though when it was over how did you decide the direction of transitioning forward? You know, how did how did you go, Antonio? Like, what really helped you? Was it how did you get closure and move forward? Um, I don't think I ever got closure. To be honest, okay. He said remember, the click's still in the back seat right now. Man, huh? look, I remember, man. I I got hurt when I went to Kentucky Wesleyan, man, and um, tore my labrum, tore my bicep. I remember calling moms. I was crying, bro. I was crying. Because <laughs> okay. I knew it was a wrap. I knew it was a wrap. I was just like, bro, this hurts. Yeah. Like, yeah. It hurts. So, you know, caught her up, transferred out to Costa Dominguez Hills, and I was just like, yeah, this this is it. Like, school. you know, a school that don't have football, this is a Cal State. So, I just focused on my grades, man. Really put that, put that effort in with my grades and made that transition to the – to a whole another side of just sports. And um, that's how I knew it was over, man, was that injury. And then 
I was in Kentucky, man. Owensboro, Kentucky. They had the last public lynching. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So I had to get up out of there, bro. Okay, okay. <laughs> you had to come back to Cali. Yeah, I had to yeah, come back to Cali, man. I didn't even lie. I was just like, look, this school, you know, it's a D2 school, so technically they're using my Pell Grant. I'm just like, I can go to Cal State, use my Pell Grant. I'm getting, I mean, yeah, I that take it. care of my it. whole year. Hey, but I'm proud of you because what you didn't do, my brother, is walk away. So yeah. people don't get that message. And so when they're done with football, they walk away from the education. Yeah. And don't realize, no, bring closure to this. Yeah. Bring closure to this. I had to bring it home, man. And just thinking realistically, I'm like, I'm not finna go pro from Kentucky Wesleyan College, no matter how right. good I play. Right. But shout out to Keelan Cole, who did go pro okay. from Kentucky it can Wesleyan. Happen. It can happen. Playing receiver for the Jags. But, man, it was just – but he – you know, he was a four-time All-American. Okay. Only got two years, man. So okay. – it's, it's a little difference then. And then I had to do this for my moms, man, because a lot of people, nobody knows what I'm about to say. So my mom sold her house and lived in an apartment to push me through school while I was at wow. Pierce. Nobody knows this, bro. And I, and I just said it in this. So I had to. I had to. I had to do that for her. And wow. Uh, First one in the family to get a diploma, man. So shout out to my mom, man. I had to, had to. Hey, can I tell you something? Watch her. this. Yeah. You just made me evaluate how I feel as a parent. Yeah. Because I'm gonna tell you something real, my king. You, you would never do that. I wouldn't do that for my kids. Hey, you hear me, my right, king? Right. Right. So watch this. Right. I respect that. That ain't the yeah. decision I would make, but that say something about think, how she feel about yeah. it. Just think about it. Like he said, yeah. man. It's four years in Pierce College. Four, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Four yeah. years in oh, Pierce and College. Oh, if I did, yeah. watch this. I did. Be a real with you. Watch this. Hey, you did though. <laughs> I did a did, hey, bro. If I did do that for you, and you took that long. I'm gonna put hands on you though. Yeah. I'm gonna see you. Hey, like yeah. like you ain't my kid. Like you stole something from me. Right. Hey, yo, mom. So I get that, my brother. You you feel a deep sense of responsibility. Oh yeah. Oh I had wow. To. And hey, I had look, to, look, and look. I almost graduated with honors, man. So I had to. Okay. I put that work in. I heard you say something about a master's degree. Oh yeah, I'm in my master's program right now. Hey, congrats! Can I applaud yeah. that too, yeah, my brother? Sure. Yeah, appreciate hey. it. Yeah, yeah, God is God yeah, is good, yeah. man. I had a yeah. I had a 1.5 in high school. You know, right around where he was. <laughs> y'all was playing around. Y'all was competing. Oh, man, yeah. I had to. That's Ooh, how. That how GPA in high school. That's man. how you know we was we, we really similar. And we man. talked to each other about that, man. Like yeah. you know, you can't be ashamed right. of what you came from because yeah. you, you yeah. know, gotta look yeah. where you're going. Right. So yeah, and that's and that's and that's a testimony right there because. The last week of high school, I got caught cheating like three times. Okay. Like, this wow. Was, they was going to kick me wow. up out of there. So hold on. I'm telling you, you, so you bad, dude, bro. you ain't learn after the first and second time. You bro. that dude? Oh, bro. I was bad, bro. Hey, I all, I cared, all I cared about was just chilling, making people laugh, bro. That's yeah. all I did. And now I don't even laugh like that. Hey, but watch ain't, this. ain't nothing funny. Hey, anymore, but man. we do appreciate. I appreciate yeah. your sense of humor. That's still positive. Yeah. But. But it's different when people are laughing with you versus laughing at you. Exactly. And I think Frederick Douglass, if I may be incorrect, but I, I think the quote I'm um, thinking of is, uh, a man is to be measured not from uh, based on the heights to which he has risen, but from the depths from which he has climbed. So mm. when y'all express that about your GPA, my brother, I, I hold that in high regard because you could have just walked away with the mental um, defeat and mm -hmm. the mental constraints of, oh, I'm not capable of achieving in an academic environment, and uh, and you you were able to succeed past that. And hey, I salute you, my king. Elijah, what about yourself, man? How did you how did you move past it? And you can say the same thing. You're like, I ain't past <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I ain't past it. Okay. Uh, okay. I be you know it'd be them days, or you turn on that TV, you watch some boys playing. You know, you think about it about being out there, of course. 
you know, my time kind of got ended earlier at Cincinnati with injuries as well, too. But um, like Mr. Robin says about getting that piece of paper. Yeah. Um, like Antonio's mom supported him out here. My mom, you know, my, my father ended up passing away um, my first year, my first few months at Cincinnati. So. Oh, my um, condolences, my king. So, yeah, my mom, um, shoot, she bought the, she's losing, she was losing her house now. So, oh, wow. that's why I'm okay. home now, helping okay. her out. But, you know, she did, she put, she did a lot to put me through. Yeah. Um, to make sure that, that, that rent that was fourteen fifty for a two bedroom was paid, yeah. you okay. know, Shut while up, we were out here acting yeah. like knuckleheads. But, yeah. no, I made, that's why I had to make sure I had to get it done while right. we were here. Right. Because, right. you know, when that money is being invested and it's not yours and yeah. you can't let, you know, just letting yeah. somebody down like that, you know, someone that loves you so much and, you know, is willing to put that up for you. Right. Um, someone who believes in you. Someone like that, that believes mm-hmm. in you, just, just knows that you're going to make it, you know, and that puts that belief in yourself. Right. You know, spiritually, coming out here, shoot, me and Tonya, we always you know, keep each other in check. Yeah, you got check in um, phone calls, man. Got to check in. While I was in Cincinnati, he was checking yeah. in, man, making sure I was I was right, man. I was calling him, making sure he everything was going good. Holding each other accountable. We was definitely you, holding man. each other accountable because you know we built we built a brotherhood here, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. It take a lot to live with somebody for a year in those little close quarters. Right, right, you know, right. like it was two bedroom. We had seven people up in there. Man. Wow! Shout out to Austin Stewart, so, man. Kimbo, Austin, Kimbo, DJ, Mar. All my boys, man. Devin. People were cycling out yeah, because, you know, yeah. we were trying to help oh, other people. Shout out to uh, Talir, man. Talir, man. Talir, He's come yo. to the crib all the time. Oh, what's up with Talir? I ain't so seen Talir, I said, what's up? Hey, the other thing I hear y'all saying is this. I am my brother's keeper. Exactly. I am my brother's keeper. And I do bear a responsibility to at least be that support system. Hey, that's one thing I look back on life and have some level of regret is that when I was younger, I felt to survive, I had to be so focused on me. There were times I saw people walking over the side of a cliff, and I would tell them, I'd be like, cuckoo, right? But if they didn't regard, have a regard for what I was saying, I didn't fight maybe the same, you know, because sometimes maybe you got to stand in front of someone and go toe-to-toe with them to let them know, like, you wasting an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And me, if you ain't want to hear what I was saying, I'm the type of person I stop talking quickly, and that's something I'm still working on, you mm-hmm. know, um, because when you really care about people, sometimes you really do have to be impassioned in a battle with them to get them to see, you know, the opportunities that they may be squandering, you know? Hey, I appreciate both of you, man, for making time to stop by today and share those important message. Uh, I hope people really walk away with the benefit of hearing what y'all share. Hey, and I really respect both of you for coming in and not not doing the like, well, you know what I'm saying? I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm going to tell you about it today. But really being willing to be transparent, honest, and vulnerable about what your journeys was. Um, G-Boy, I appreciate you for walking in late, but uh, no, I'm just like, I'm, saying, I got I'm sorry, I got jokes. But I mean, he's special, and that's the way it is. But I thank you. Thank you for the listeners. And that's a wrap. You've just witnessed some Kings talking. Thank you for tuning in to King Talk.